Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone. We have a great show planned today in our, what is it, our second or third month in lockdown during the pandemic, Eva? Who can even keep count anymore, I know. Well, we have a great show planned, so sit tight and uh, let's get going. Yeah, let's get going. So how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I'm a little confused because things are so different now, you know. We seem to be working through, living through Zoom. (laughs) We are living through Zoom. And that is actually something that I wanted to talk to you guys about because First of all, I'm so glad that you're here. We're both so glad that you're here because we know this is a difficult time and we know things are really rough out there. And as we've been home and I've been on all these different Zoom calls, excuse me, and I know you've been on all these different Zoom calls, what I'm finding is, is that I started really thinking about, well, it's more important now than ever for us to really find our voice, to really learn how to speak up and it's so easy to get caught in the back of a Zoom call or it's so easy to just stay home, do your work and not lift your head up. And it's more important now than ever to have some visibility. Yeah, especially now because it's the new norm to be home. It is. And I think more, I think going forward, everybody's going to be working right. from home for the most part, if you can. And it's now, uncharted, we understand that not everybody can. It's uncharted waters, I was going to say, to communicate under these circumstances. Right. It really is uncharted. And I was thinking about all the different ways that we communicate. And of course, now we're on Zoom. But even as I'm talking to different people, I'm looking at social media, what I'm seeing is, is that people are also talking about, A, either they're communicating better than ever with their loved ones, or B, they're not communicating that yeah. great with their loved ones, yeah. right? And start learning how to communicate and learning how to be seen and learn how to be seen in this time. Yeah, the more I think about it, right, this is probably the most important piece of information we can get right now. <laughs> I agree. So as I was thinking about it, something popped up in my feed that stopped me in my tracks. And it was an article entitled, When Women Speak. And I thought, well, what is this all about? Well, what it turned out to be was it was an article that was written about a research program or research project that was done at Brigham Young University. And what they did was they had a accounting program that was male dominated. And there were women within this program that typically had higher GPAs and more leadership abilities than the men did, more leadership experience than the men had. And so what they wanted to do is to figure out how to build better teams. Mm. That was the goal. Because what they were doing now was, for diversity's sake, they were just taking the women and putting them onto different teams. So there would be maybe one woman in an all-male team. And what they found was really startling. And it really startled me because I couldn't believe it. What they found was, is that... If you put a woman on an all-male team, she is not heard and respected, Mm. which was 
killer to me. And what they what their conclusion was was that going forward, they would never put a woman on a team by herself if it was all men. So it's not about diversity at all here. It's about getting the content equally distributed or shared. Right. And I was sitting here reading this article and thinking to myself, hang on a second, isn't it 2020? Like, what am I missing? It's 2020. How are we still dealing with this? And I had a flashback to kind of an argument I had one time with someone that ran a lot of leadership programs for women. And my argument was, is that I was tired of hearing how it was the women that had to do something differently. It was the women that had to learn how to be more aggressive, that it was the women that had to learn how to articulate their thoughts better. And it made me crazy. And we got in an argument about it because she was very adamant that, yes, 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 women need to know how to do this. And I said, there's plenty of men that don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of men that can't articulate their thoughts clearly. There's plenty of men that don't know how to communicate well, except we always put it on the woman. If the woman's not being heard, then she needs more training. And what I loved about the research that was done here was that they found it's simply not true. The women are leaning in. The women are speaking up. They're being perceived differently. What do you think about that? Well, I'm thinking that um, old habits die hard and that the old diversity distribution of people to create teams um, is still being looked upon as it's uh, is what it is, it's diversity. And it never occurs to anyone that the whole point is that you need to hear from each person individually and let them bring their greatness to the table. Right, and what they were finding was that they weren't listening to the women the same way they were listening to the men. So it actually had a negative impact in the earlier days of diversity because if they would, let's say, bring a woman into a team alone for the sake of diversity, the woman would be silent or not be silent, but not be really heard. Not be heard. She didn't have to have to be silent. That was why they would always say, well, we need to send women to leadership training. We need to send women to um, not whatever. diversity training, whatever kind of training. You need to be more aggressive. You need to learn to speak up. You need to be more assertiveness training is the word I was looking for. You need to go into assertiveness training. And it simply wasn't always true. Now, there were certainly men that needed assertiveness training, right? But it was always the women that needed to go. It was always us that needed to do something a different way. And, and now in Zoom land, we have the same issues possibly, right? Well, we absolutely have the, the same issues times 20 is the way I look at it. And it's also, it's also the same for the men that are quieter too. It's so important for everyone now to have a voice, for everyone now to really be able to come to the table and be able to share their views because we need to hear from everybody. This is a completely different time. There is no, there is no kind of framework 
for what we're dealing with right now. So businesses are struggling. And so it's so important that everybody brings a voice and everybody has a voice. So it's on the people that are in the meeting to be able to talk. And it's also on leadership to understand that there is a bit of bias there. And what was very interesting in this article is that they talked about, yeah, everybody that was on the team, the men and the women, loved their team. So we're not talking about a hostile environment. Right. Because in the past, we had hostile environments. So this isn't a hostile environment. To me, this is more a training issue, but not a training issue for women, a training issue for the teams, for everybody on the team. What I see, and I... uh... I'm understanding why you're so passionate about this subject now, always, but now more so. Um, Because in this pandemic environment, while we're working from home, we're just maybe a box on the screen. Right. And it's easy to fall into that pattern of saying nothing. Yeah. And the point here is we're not working from home just to go through the motions to keep our jobs. We're going, we're working from home to work, to bring whatever it is we do for a living to the table. Well, and it's so important for the organizations that we work for to be able to keep going. Right. 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 And so that's why all of our ideas are necessary and all of our ideas are important. Yeah. And so that's why I thought when I was reading this, I thought, holy cow, I understand this. I've seen it. I've lived it. But no one's ever spoken to it like this before. Not that I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's so, this impacts so many of us, like you say, not only women. Right. Well, and it, and it reverberates not only through the workplace, it reverberates through the home, too, and relationships and all of it. It, it also, whatever you learn on this team, whatever they're teaching these guys and women on these teams, this is home. going to work everywhere, not just in the workplace. And it's so important, too, to take back, and we're going to talk about what you can do, but it's so important to take back these skills because we have to teach our young girls these and our young young boys these skills. It's so important. So um, it almost speaks to uh, what we have been saying for years on this show is making a difference even as one person right um so and in order to do that you have to be empowered internally to speak up and you really need some tools and some coaching and training in order to first know about that right then to actually be proactive with some strategies that have never been utilized before well and i what I was getting from this article and also what I've been studying over all these years as I help people learn how to step into the spotlight, right, is that there is a bit of a difference between communication styles. And I remember a long time ago seeing a study that was done on little kids. And when you had boys and girls together in a room and the teacher would ask a question, and these are little kids, like mm-hmm. first grade, kindergarten, right? Right. It was so funny. The boys would just be like, oh, 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 call on me, call on me. You know, they had their arms in the air, you know, and she would call on them. And then he said, well, I don't know. Like, just wanted to be called on. Just wanted to be called on. When there was like a little girl in the back totally knew the answer. Yeah. 
And there'd be other boys in the, in, in the room, too, that maybe didn't know it, but weren't just as aggressive, right? You very rarely saw a little girl that was just like, oh, 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 call on me. So that was interesting because that sort of starts from day one. And girls tend to also be more collaborative when they're together. They talk. Now, that's not always the case. And I know people are going to say, well, that's not always the case. And I agree. That isn't always the case. However, there are studies done that show that we tend to collaborate more. We also, as typically the caretaker in a family, also understand all the dynamics of all the people, not just a few. So in this study, they were also looking at how women divvy up money. And the women tended to look at the lowest people that needed the money, the lowest people that not in terms of low like low um, income levels and stuff, they would give them more money. Whereas the men tend to look at it more as like a business type proposition, right? So the women looked more at, at the whole scenario. Typically, because what happens is a woman will have to ask about, well, am I going to be able to do this and still take care of my family? Whereas a man will be like, well, I am taking care of my family, by doing this work. So we need to um, really be aware of this and understand that the problem is even greater in this current pandemic environment when we're all remote. Right. right? We're all remote, which makes it that much more a stressful and challenging yeah, right. Beast is challenging because it is really challenging to be heard. It's hard enough to be heard at work without this going on. And then now to not be seen by your coworkers, to just be in this little box, it takes some skill to be able to step into. Does it take, and I, I never like doing this, but does it take coming out of your comfort zone? You think? Well, it depends. I think there's two things that need to happen. And and that was part of the study is, yeah, you need to be able to come out of your comfort zone, but you also need to be able to really know how to speak up and take charge in a meeting when, you know, the spotlight is on you, for lack of a better term. But also you need to train the people that are running the meetings to understand that they need to let everybody have an equal voice. Yeah. Yeah, before we move on to something else, you know, right. make sure we heard from everyone. I like to think of it as the difference between contracting and expanding. So now is the time when we're home, and we can feel it too, right? You feel like you just want to contract. You want to cocoon. You, you're home. You're not going out. You're spending less money. You can feel yourself contracting. But yet when you're on these calls... Now is the time to expand. That's the time to expand, to take up a little more room. Even just sitting up straight in your chair is going to take up more room in your own space so that you have more of a presence when you're on video. Yep. Oh, that's a good point. Um, take a little um, ownership of you as the the leader, even if you're just attending a call. Mm-hmm. Right. Your picture is on the screen. This is a good time to address a lot of these uh, issues that were in that study right? that you're talking. So I wanted to go back to that research study for a second and talk a little bit about what actually happens to women when they are outnumbered. 
So the first thing is, is outnumbered women tend to speak up three-fourths as long as the men do. So they don't take as much time to talk. The other thing is, in this, I found this so often, even you and I go through this dynamic so much, is the interruptions. Men tend to interrupt women more. Mm -hmm. And when they interrupt them, they interrupt them with negatives. So they are questioning them. Sort of like the yeah buts. Yeah, they're yeah butting them. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good way to put it. So they're yeah butting them. And they're basically disempowering them. They're not believing what they're telling them. And I don't even think that they realize that they're doing that. So I found that really interesting. And they also give the women less influence. So when a woman starts talking, regardless of her killer credentials, regardless of her killer experience, they just don't feel she has the same influence as a guy that starts or talking. Or it just could be an old habit of interrupting. Well, it is, an old, it is an old habit, and it, and it is something that has been there for a long time because you see it in families. You see it in families. You see the men talking and the women pulling back. You and I talked about this with your daughter, Kristen, and her sports knowledge. Now, nobody knows sports like Kristen besides you. Mm-hmm. Let's face that, especially baseball. I mean, Kristen knows baseball down to the ground, but she also is very well-versed in a lot of different sports and is a killer athlete herself. Yet, when she's in a group of men and she starts talking sports, it's like she doesn't know anything. She shuts down because she's too technical. Why throw this pitch on this count with these runners on base? Makes no sense. What's the catcher thinking? You know, And it just goes right past everyone. They interrupt her with a couple of year butts, and then she shuts down. Right. She completely shuts down with it and doesn't even talk to them about it, which just makes me crazy. Because if there's anyone that knows sports, it's her. And yet there's a perfect example of how that works. Now, if one of the guys in the group started talking about that, the other guys would be like, wow, he's really technical. Like really? He really yeah. knows this stuff. Like, like this guy, he knows baseball, right? It's amazing what you see. But and that person might know a third of what she knows, and yet she doesn't have the influence. You know, where it's dangerous here is, um, and I keep referring to what we do as Zoom land, which maybe is not fair, but if you're in the background, you you could just become insignificant over time. You know, it's all the more reason now to step up, as you always say, right, stand up and step into the spotlight. Right. So what happens when you keep getting interrupted? What happens when you keep getting interrupted in a negative way? I don't care who you are. I don't care how confident you are. After a while, it deflates you. You don't want to talk. Like she doesn't want to talk about sports in, in front of certain people. Right. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she herself has said it. So think about that in a work environment or in a college environment, in a university. People are shutting down and they're not talking. And the problem with that is, is that we need those ideas now more than ever. We need the ideas. You know, in today's in today's uh, headlines. Right. Everybody is panic driving for a uh, vaccine for the pandemic and all the more reason to make sure they hear from everyone 
right? Because mm-hmm. um, the, ant, the the breakthroughs may not even be spoken as a result of what you're saying. Right, right. People have the ideas, but if every time they go to talk, they get shut down, Yeah, they're not going to share after a while. No, that's... that's uh... And to me, the biggest takeaway on all of this was the fact that it was friendly environments and not hostile environments. It was in environments where you liked the people you worked with. Yeah. That, to me, is the most telling. So what I liked, what came out of the study... And I basically like yelled hallelujah as I was reading it was it said, you have to realize that it's not you. If you're doing creating this, right. If you're doing everything in your power to speak up and you're being interrupted, it's not you Mm. because in the past it used to be, well, women had to be smarter, faster, this and that and the other more assertive, more aggressive, la 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 baloney. That's not true. What they're saying is, is that leadership training needs to change and leadership training needs to start focusing on, which is exactly your leadership training program, by the way, right, is that you take every voice into account. You take every voice into account. And the first way to start doing that. Now, this is an Eva first way to start doing this. This wasn't in the. In the, uh, in the research by the experts. <laughs> I'm saying the first way to start doing this is just be aware that this is a problem. Mm-hmm. And be open to the fact that we have a problem here. Mm-hmm. People are not being listened to and you are leaving great ideas on the table. Right. And where is the bar here? You need to raise it and um, act as if it's your company, your family. You're in charge, not as a boss, right, mm-hmm. but as an idea generator and a, and a communicator. Right. And understand that you do have the ideas and you know you do, but that you're not being listened to and that it's a training issue. And it doesn't matter if um, in the beginning or you might say it's not worth it. It is worth it. Yeah. And that's what we talk to people about all the time, because you do hear that a lot. Why bother, right? Why bother? Why bother? bother? Because it's important. And this is a time that nobody's been in before. If you're working from home on a regular basis now, it's bother, not why bother? Because this is the new normal, right? And you need to make sure, you know, projects are done, but uh, products are innovative, designs are innovative. Well, I'm going to say something else because I know we've been saying new normal, but I'm thinking about that and I don't like that because it's not even a new normal because nothing's normal yet. We haven't normalized yet. Mm. We don't know what's going to happen and we don't know how it's going to play out. Nothing may happen. Everything may be back to normal in a couple of months, but it's not looking that way. It's looking like even though maybe the pandemic goes down, work is not going to be shifting back to how it was anytime soon. And we've got a lot of people unemployed right now, more than we've ever seen. And it's so important that every idea is vetted. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, is when you've got those people that tend to have the influence and get everyone's ear, it's always like, their ideas get heard. And sometimes they're not the best ideas. Sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. You need to hear from everybody. And one of the things that this study showed was 
that when you have unanimous rule, which this is interesting. I had never heard this before. But when you have unanimous rule, everyone tends to take the same amount of time to talk because everybody's voice is important because everybody has to vote. Jeez. That's, I know. That's groundbreaking. It's pretty groundbreaking. I was really impressed and really surprised by what I heard. Because the other thing we talk about mm-hmm. a lot is every everything is rushed these days. Mm-hmm. So in the context of a meeting, the meeting is rushed. Most meetings are set up for some reason as an hour. And for the sake of time, you don't often have the opportunity to go around the table and hear from everyone and make it unanimous. So... Just that change is going to slow down the game for sure. It's going to slow down the game, but it's also going to bring more to the table. Yeah, no, that's what you want to do. Yeah, you know, and yeah. We can talk to Kristen about that someday. In order to pitch <laughs> faster, she had to go slower. Yes. Know? Yeah, that's good. So let's go ahead and take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk more about what we can actually start doing. Right. So we know we have a big problem here. Right. But we want to figure out some new strategies and how we can work through it. Right. Excellent. So stay with us, guys. We'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information, go to charlieandeva.com. That's charlieandeva.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and today we are talking about how to speak up in a pandemic. Um, I'm so alarmed by the first segment (laughs) of, you know, not speaking up, uh, leaving greatness on the table, laying in the back of a Zoom call, you know, we need to get past all this. Well, and then also understanding that even if you are speaking up, depending on how you're perceived and unconscious bias, you might not be being heard. Right. And you're not influencing because they're not allowing you to be an influencer. Yeah. Talk about a stack deck. Yeah. And people have been talking about this for a long time. And that's why I loved the study, but I was also alarmed by it because I thought to myself, holy cow, it's 2020. How can this still be happening? Yeah. So we have a... Oh, I know how. We haven't been heard yet. (laughs) Right? We haven't been heard. Oh, I know. So, okay. No one's listening. But to that point, that means what? That we, as the people that are impacted, have to change it ourselves. It's never going to change. We also have to bring awareness because remember, the other part of that study was saying it was in friendly teams, right? Not hostile teams. So when they're friendly, what I have found and even found between you and I Mm. is when we talk to each other with respect and then say what the issue is, a lot of times one or the other will say, well, 
I wasn't even tracking to that being an issue. Yeah. Right? I wasn't even tracking that I was doing that. I wasn't seeing that. I wasn't really catching that you were really feeling that way about it. All yeah, it gets that. complicated because it's even complicated. though that might be the case that it was unintentional, it still doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't make it right. So in the study, I'll go back to that. They were saying, so here's some of the things that you can put in that leadership training. So the first thing is men need to listen up. And listening means not listening as like, oh, I'm just going to listen to what she has to say, but you've got to spin on it. You're, what was it from Pulp Fiction? Uh, wait to speak. Are you waiting to speak? Or there was another one. There was another part to that. Yeah, are you listening or are you waiting to speak? Yeah. Right? There's a big difference between listening or just listening to speak. It's a big difference. So it's really about really listening and acknowledging what that person has to say. The second thing is you got to stop interrupting. You have to listen because what an interruption means is that you're not listening to what this person is saying. You're not listening. So when it comes to interrupting, I'm actually going to put my own take on interrupting. And one of the our guests had talked about this, but I find this to be true because you and I have this dynamic sometimes because sometimes you will jump in when we're doing a workshop and start taking over. And what we came to an agreement on is that when that would start and I still had items that I wanted to talk about, mm -hmm. I would just put my hand out and say, stop. And so we can do that now, even on a Zoom. All you have to say is, I'm not finished yet. Just let me finish. Yeah. And the hand is not, a, it's not, con it's not a confrontation. Uh, mm -mm. Uh, in our example, when it had, when we, when we do a workshop, I'm not intimidated by that action. I'm allowing you to finish and understanding that you're, you still have some greatness to speak to. <laughs> right. I still haven't finished my thoughts. So what you're about to say I may be speaking to that already. Yeah. But because you're in interrupt mode and not in listen mode and learn mode and not in wait and then I'll speak mode, yeah. I have to then take it on myself to say stop. So um, in, a, in a remote environment when you're working from home, um, that is something men and women can immediately do. Of course, you know, the part about men listening may be more of a challenge, but certainly we could say, hold on, even how much time do I have or I'm not finished yet, right? At the risk of slowing down the meeting, but this is why I'm working at this company. Well, and one of the things that you can say, and this is what our guest had, had also mentioned, was one of the things you can say is, just give me one more minute or give me 30 seconds and then stick to that time frame. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough, but you need to do it. If you say that's if you say you need a minute, then just take that minute. Now, if you're finding that everybody else got 15 and they gave you 5, that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. So, on that note, you say, "Well, hang on, everybody else had their turn. Everyone else had their 15 minutes. Just let me finish." Um, and as you can imagine, that is really putting that person out there at that point. It is. And so what you have to do, and now this is from my own research, is what you have to do is you have to practice that at home. So 
my guess is if you find that a lot of people interrupt you in different situations, that you have a lot of opportunity to practice. And I know that at home, it's easy to practice. Well, hang on a second. I'm not done talking also, right when now. You, yeah, when you say practice, you mean every time you speak, interactions and things like that. Right. If you find that someone is interrupting you, well, hang on a second. I'm not done. Yeah. Right? Hang on a second. I'm not done. We have so many opportunities within our families and friends to do that type of work. It's just a matter of taking that opportunity, being cognizant of it, and practicing. Interesting. Yeah. The other thing is what came up in this study is it said that, you know, women need to speak up. And what they were finding was, like what you were saying about Kristen, is that when she wasn't being heard, she then just was pulling back and not talking. I don't blame you. I do the same thing. However, right when you feel like you should be contracting, my point is you should be expanding, right? When you're feeling yourself pulling back, it's time to go all okay, in. Okay, so hold on. So uh, in the previous segment, you said I like to look at it as expanding and contracting. Mm -hmm. And uh, wasn't really tracking, but what you're saying is when you get to that point that you're pulling back, Mm -hmm. that's the trigger for you personally to expand back. To move forward, to step into it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really is. But with that, if you're not used to that, you have to practice that a little bit. You have to rock in and out of that a little bit. You go in, you stick a toe in, and then you come out. But you have to practice that. The best way to practice that, like I said, is with family and friends. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, because also in the practice is the objective isn't to to be a bully or a leader or put people in their place the objective is to get your ideas out on the table and your input to the conversation out on the table right and again a lot of us do speak up and a lot of us just aren't being heard so then it comes back to the training of the leadership right, right. it comes back to that and and understanding Understanding yourself well enough to know, well, maybe I should be speaking up more or no, this isn't me. I mean, I'm almost this at isn't a point, my issue. Um, listening to you and this study that we're learning about is um, I would consider saying, hold on, I'm not done. If I get a sense that I'm not being listened to mm -hmm. and just repeat what I said. <laughs> well, the other thing that you can do, that's a good point. The other thing that you can do is please repeat back to me what I said. Yeah, yeah. Right? When you start doing that, when you ask somebody, well, I hear what you're saying, but tell me what you're hearing me say. Yeah, yeah. And ask for them to repeat back. That's good. So in the That puts everybody on their toes. Yep. And so in the practice, you, uh, I should have a question somewhere at the end of that conversation to sort of test the other person mm -hmm. as well, see if they're listening. Right. And then I can determine how good I'm doing, how much progress I'm making. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So another point from the study was that positive support matters. Be an ally. And we talk about this all the time about being a teammate. I have found that in my work experience and all the consulting gigs I've done, all the organizations that I've worked in, nothing helps a team more than everybody being an ally to each other. Mm -hmm. Everybody making sure that nobody hits the table. 
You know, it's so important that you are supportive and positive. It's so important that the whole team does that for each other. I remember one time, and we talked about this recently, I was on a project in Rhode Island, and that whole team was so supportive. I have never had more fun on a project than I did on that because I knew everybody had my back and I had everybody's back. Nobody was going to throw anybody under the bus. Yep. That's the uh, shared leadership model. It absolutely is the shared leadership model. That's that positive support matters and it matters because when you're supporting someone and you're an ally, nine times out of 10, you're going to get that support back. Well, it also works for the other teammates in that they'll feel that way about you. That's what I just said. Right. I mean, thanks for listening. (laughs) It goes across the team is what I'm saying. Right. It does go across the team. So that was my point. When you're supportive, you tend to get support back. We tend to get back what we put out. Yep. Right. Same thing with dictating. That's from Lincoln has said, when you dictate, expect to be dictated too. Right. You know, Right. And you see so many times that people that are so, excuse me, so angry at work. And what will happen is that they'll always say, well, so many people are angry to me. Well, why don't you try shifting that vibe a little bit? And you might find that people aren't so angry back to you. Yeah. Right. It's up to us to be positive first. It's funny. It just seems like, you know, everything is a challenge. Uh, We have a pandemic. We have issues of career issues, home issues, and at the end of the day, I have I have more work to do. I have to work harder at being me in order to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So then the next point from the research was change the rules. And the chain, changing the rules was around that if you're finding that you're outnumbered, change the rules to unanimous rule. So that way, everybody gets a voice. When everybody has to vote and everybody has an equal say, everybody takes equal time talking. And you can do that now that I'm picturing this team having a meeting through Zoom. Uh, You can do that on your own by saying, wait, wait, I want to hear from Joe, hear what he has to say. And little by little, that anonymous, uh, and that'll morph. Right mm-hmm. into a unanimous uh, thing by default, people start saying that. Right. So you you when you say change the rules, you don't have to wait for the leader of the team, organization, household, if there is one, to make the rules change. You can start implementing them on your own by default. Right. Absolutely, you can. And I wanted to add in. One of the things that we have said in the past, which was not in the study, is when there's no leader. You're the leader. You're you're the leader. Right. When you're on a call and there's no leader, you're the leader. Right. And I would suggest if they're looking for a leader to step up and grab the lead. What I have found on a lot of these Zoom calls lately, just because I had a pro account, so I said, okay, I'll take over. I'll mm. I'll start the I'll do the meetings, right? And what I found was just from the fact that I set up the Zoom call, I suddenly had more influence than I had ever had. 
Yeah. And people were asking me all these questions. And I'm like, wow, I stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm not a doctor, but I stayed at a Holiday Inn. And instead of I stayed at a Holiday Inn, I started the Zoom call. That's yeah. the new influencer. It's crazy. It is well, crazy. That goes, goes to show you the benefits of coming forward. Right. 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 Um, and uh, I, I just think that it raises the bar, but you can also be a teammate to others. If someone on a call is struggling, you could uh, be there for support and maybe be a leader there in that example. Right. Right. There's nothing holding you back. Right. Never let anyone just die on a call. Right. Never let anyone just die. You're good at that because of your improv background. Right. Yeah. Make the uh, other person in your in your scene look good. Look good. Yeah. Then you have a good scene. But we're talking as well, uh, you know, in the work and in the home, but legitimately care. And, you know, we're not making light of any of this. It's a challenge. But if you care and help others that are in distress on the call, say at work, it goes a long way. It goes a huge way. And I'm telling you, that has benefits that you don't even know are coming down the road. Something will happen. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, you will hear this voice that is the person that you saved a year ago is yeah. coming back and saving you this time. So you said um, in describing this specific strategy, uh, find allies. Is that what you said? Well, be an ally. Be an ally. Yeah, be an ally. So it's sort of like. Be supportive. It's almost, uh, yeah, so it's like networking be within your group. You Be in the moment. Don't just sit back. Right, and let the whole thing just go past because you. Because it's not my problem or not right. my issue. Be engaged. Be engaged. Right. Okay. Be engaged. But also understand that there's times that you are engaged and you're still not being heard. So there's like a double thing here. It's It's tricky, right? So when you say practice... When you're practicing about being engaged, again, you could end that little piece of your engagement with a question to get feedback so you can rate yourself as to how you're doing. Yeah. You and, and you'll feel it. I mean, you'll feel if you're being engaged and if, and if you know, people are now your allies as well. And, I mean, you'll feel all that. And if you're not, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you're, you're not getting it back, it's not coming back, it's not... That doesn't, that's not a one hit wonder. You don't try it once and say, this is ridiculous. This isn't going to work. Right. But if you're trying it a lot, right, which is what this study is saying, if you're trying it a lot and you're finding that nothing's coming back, well, that's a different issue. And that's, it's time to start looking at the team dynamics. So there's a lot here. There's, you know, it goes, it can go both ways. So you have to really be centered in who you are. You have to really have an understanding there because it's tricky. And I wanted to go on to the next point, which is watching out for stereotypes. And this is what we were talking about with your daughter with sports. So there will be stereotypes that they will. I love these. So men know cars and sports and money and women know cooking and child care and all of that. And it's baloney. You have to watch those stereotypes because that's what happens with her with the sports. Well, yeah. guys know sports. Women really don't. And that's yeah. baloney. Yeah. Right? And or women know how to cook and men know how to barbecue. Well, that's not always true either. You know, it's interesting because, yes, stereotypes 
I can see is a major setback. It's a huge setback. You can't really get anywhere with if the stereotypes are going to be in the way. Well, I know myself in the 80s, not to age myself, when I was in grad school and my friend and I were told that women don't belong in business by a marketing teacher, a marketing guy. Women aren't marketed to? Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. But he already had in his head the stereotype that women don't belong there. Um, so sometimes the stereotype is legit, though, right? Like, let's say there's a bully on the call. Yeah. And that guy uh, is a bully. Stereotype him as a bully, but that's what he is. And we need to be aware of that so that we could what? Um, but that's not the same. That's not a stereotype. That's that's his actions that he's taking. He's being a bully. That's not, you're not stereotyping. You're not saying like all white men are bullies. That's a stereotype. Oh, okay. But if someone's just being a bully. So then for me, before I uh, practice watching my stereotyping, I need to understand what a stereotype Type is. <laughs> that would be a good idea. <laughs> you might want to look up the definition and practice that. Always wears a white shirt, that guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> so, before you worry about stereotypes, understand what a stereotype is. That's number one. You're in field goal range. And then you're there, right. But you're so much better at sports than I am. <laughs> and then the last way is is teach a better way. So it's so important to have respectful communication, especially during this time, this time of Corona. Ugh. Now it's more important than ever to have respectful communication. And it doesn't mean agree with everyone. No, no. But you can't, Bob, if you open your mouth one more time, yeah. I'm going to. Right. I'm going to come through this Zoom. Right. Right. That's not being respectful. Right. But saying, hang on a second, let me finish. That's being respectful. That's being a leader as well. Right. It's being a leader. Yeah. You know, and understand that, again, if there's no leader, You're what is leader. it? You're the leader. Right. Uh, what was the last one again that you just Teach read? a better way. Teach a better way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that also is a challenge because... That means to me, selfishly, when my head hits the pillow, that's when I will replay the day and try and come up with better ways to do things um, on stuff that's not working. Right. You know? Well, and that's kind of what I was talking about with the practice. Yeah. The whole point is you don't need someone to tell you, right, how to make something better, how to implement some of these strategies in order for you to be heard finally. Right. And so for those of you out there that do have a hard time speaking up, for those of you that have some stage fright or have um, are a little bit more introverted or just have not been listened to your whole life, I've had that where people would just speak over me all the time because I was a little bit more quiet when I was young. Mm -hmm. um, you do not have the practice of speaking up. You do not have the practice of interrupting. And you also, a lot of times, maybe you do have the practice of interrupting, but you don't have it in a respectful way. 
So that takes understanding and practice. So it's not a matter of we don't have the personality, I can never learn this, um, I, I'm not like that. No, you just need some practice. You know, a good place to practice is mm. when you uh, when you call customer service and you're on hold and then you speak to someone about an issue. That's a good place to practice being mindful, respectful, see if the person's listening. Well, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, because that person from customer service typically is there to listen to you. The best place, the best place to practice, as I said earlier, was the family and friends. Mm. I mean, that's really the best place because that's typically the place where all of this has started. Yeah. So, I mean, even now, right? Even the best place a lot of times is going to be through the telephone too. Yeah. Because we're alone. Right. Many of us. And so that really is the time to practice. And one of the things that you can do, I actually helped somebody with this um, not too long ago, was if you have a hard time articulating what it is that you want to say, after you have a conversation where you felt it didn't go your way, jot down what you would have said and how you would have said it. Or emulate someone that you respect and kind of break down what it is that they do and see if you can emulate that yeah, that's for yourself for me because i always come up with that's easy for me to do and say damn why didn't i right everybody does it but they leave it at that right and i'm saying take it a step further and say okay what would you have said and how would you have said it yeah and start going the in that direction yeah. that's a little bit more empowering that's what i found for myself is like okay stop whining about Darn, I should have said this, I should have said that. No, how did I how did I not say what I wanted to say and how do I want to say what I want to say? You know, your workshops are always so informative, but you all they always require work. We have to do the work. <laughs> yeah. Isn't you know. that a bummer? <laughs> so uh, I have uh, I just want to go down the list, right? Okay. Uh, strategies to implement, right? All right, yeah. Get make sure people listen somehow. Men especially. Yeah. Well, if you're a man, so it's not up to me to tell you to listen. If right. you're a man, you should listen. Practice in the home or practice all of the above in every interaction. Yeah. Try to practice in every interaction. I mean, don't make yourself crazy, kind of rocking and out of it. But typically when you feel like you should, you feel like you're going to be contracting, expand. Yeah, yeah that's good. Step into it. Change the rules was big. Yeah, change um, the rules. If they're not working, change them. Unanimous rule. Uh, I have a, a mug, my favorite mug. It's, mm. a, it's called Change Agent. If things aren't working, change them. Right. But the biggest rule was, what was the biggest rule? Were you listening? No. Unanimous. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I was listening. Oh, boy. We, got a, we got a long way to go, folks. That was a trick question. <laughs> um, we want to go with unanimous rule. So if you're outnumbered... You want you want to be able to take a vote with unanimous rule. You want to make decisions by a unanimous rule so that everybody gets an equal voice because everybody gets an equal vote. I mean, that one thing alone would be a huge change to make. If you could nudge your group, your home um, into unanimous rule, that would right. be something. That's right. definitely a shared leadership role. That is shared leadership. You know. Of course, yes. someone would say, well, what happens if everybody, it's half and half, then we all collide? No. You know, then there's a tiebreaker and we go forward, but we still need to hear from everyone. Right. 
you know. Okay, find allies, very important. Very important. And be an ally, even more important. Uh, and that could even be, we have three, four, three against. So Eva, you know, what do you think? Because I trust you to make a tiebreaker decision even. Well, but being an ally is more about not throwing people under the bus and being supportive. When you're really listening, you're being supportive. When you're really trying to understand, you're being supportive. When you see somebody struggling and you step in to help, you're being supportive. It's not about being condescending. No, no. Let's be careful here. Oh, I know, I know. It's about being supportive. It's about being supportive. Understanding that the person that you might be helping out is just as good as you, if not sometimes better. No, I get it. I get it. And uh, And the last one is stereotyping. Watch out for them. Watch out for them. And what's a stereotype? Uh, what? Tell us. All men know sports. All men know cars. Women know cooking. Right. Yeah. Women okay. know childcare. Stereotype. It's a tough one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Women are. Women aren't good at math. Right. <laughs> and we know I'm good at math. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. I am good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So there's a lot of work here. This was really good real informative, actual fun, too. Um, And that's also the objective, right? It is. So excellent job, E. So please, anyone that has any questions about this, reach out. You can reach out to me at eva at charlieandeva.com or charlie at charlieandeva.com. We'd love to hear from you. But the thing here is we got to do the work. So let's start listening, changing the rules if we need to, and let's start moving forward in this new pandemic world that we're in. Yes. Excellent, guys. Great show. See everybody uh, next time around. How's that? That's good. Stay safe. Take care. You've been listening to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Diva. Special thanks to our producer, Randy Meyer, and the entire TalkZone family. All of our replays are available at TalkZone.com or download the free TalkZone app so you can listen to our show at any time. Your suggestions and comments are always welcome. Just email us at info at charlieandiva.com. Thanks again for listening. Hey everyone, Charlie here. Did you know Eva and I have a really cool e-commerce shopping site? It's shopcharlieandiva.com. Check it out. You'll find custom designs that might just make a statement about you. And some great gift items too. That's shopcharlieandiva.com. We're adding more designs every month, so be sure to keep checking back in. One last time, shopcharlieandiva.com.